Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, for the last 25 minutes of today's issues for this Wednesday, October the 17th, right here on American Family Radio. By the way, we do podcast all our shows of today's issues. So daily, we podcast that and, and other shows here on AFR. What do people need to do to access our podcast, Ed? Well, you go to uh, AFR.net, and there is a little drop-down menu that says podcast. And then you can get the podcast for whatever show you might have missed. Um, and uh, I think um, that our, for example, we got Trivia Friday coming up. Isn't that a separate, uh, Brent, isn't that a separate uh, podcast title? It is. Or whatever? Yes, you got Today's Issues and then Trivia Friday is a standalone. Okay. So if you miss a, one of the programs and you thought, hey, I, I forgot to listen in or I, I heard that they talked about something that I wanted to uh, listen or find out more information about. Just go to AFR.net, hit that little drop-down menu for podcasts, and listen to your heart's content. Steve Jordahl's in studio now. Good morning, Steve. Last 30 minutes, but I like to think of it as the best 30 minutes. No disrespect to anybody that's no, preceded me, but, you know. Uh, no, no yeah. one will get their feelings hurt no. because nobody listens to this last right, we, segment. We don't have uh, ooh, wow, <laughs> I'm just wow. Kidding. Mm. It's like what was uh, that's punching, I'm just, punching below the belt. I right love there, Steve. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I'm just. Teasing. What was the Yogi Berra saying uh, about the popular restaurant in New York City? <laughs> nobody goes there too, anymore. It's too crowded. It's too crowded. That's right. See, that's what I was saying. Nobody <laughs> listens, Steve, because everyone's listening. That's right. That's got to be it. All right. Hey, um, let's start here. Um, have you ever heard of a politician who says one thing and does another? Now, I know. Stretch your imagination. That's just hard you, to conceive see of. See if you can conceive of this. Yeah. All right. You, folks, you got it in your mind? Well, here's the here's one example. Maybe the only one we could ever find. But, right. hey. Um, Rashida Tlaib, the congresswoman from Michigan, and her squad members, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ariana Presley, Ilhan Omar, they have been pushing something called the Rent and Mortgage Cancellation Act mm -hmm. during the pandemic, saying we don't think it's fair for people to collect rent from these poor renters during the pandemic. They can't work. They, you know, so right. we're going to forgive, along with all the student debt you guys were talking about last hour, we're gonna, we want to forgive them all their rentals. Well, it seems that members of Congress have to uh, file income reports, and in... Uh, in Rashida Tlaib's latest income report, it we find out that the last two years during the pandemic, she's made about 50K a year for a total of about $100,000 on rental property income. So she's not going to forgive their rent. No, not, not my rent. NIMBY, yeah. not in my rental. Okay, <laughs> so a couple of things here on this. First of all, isn't capitalist great? <laughs> I know, Capitalism, right? isn't that a great thing? You invest your money and you make money through that investment. You're sinking capital into a, a business. This was uh, Rashida Tlaib, you said? Yes. Okay. And then the second thing uh, th th is a question, Steve, maybe you can answer. Uh -huh. When members of the squad want to have, uh, when they called for rental forgiveness, did they want the federal government to pay 
the rent of people for four people, or do they just want the people who own the property to just say you don't have to pay? I think it's the latter because I recall the discussion at the time this came up with people saying renters, uh, people who own rental property, saying this is my living. Right. You know, I, this is how I uh, eat and no, feed the, my family. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the owners or the landlords, they got stuck with it. Yeah. So the the uh, federal government, I guess. By the, the way, it didn't pass. I don't think this. I don't, no, that hadn't passed. It didn't as, pass. as a law. But, but we're talking about this, this uh, don't have to pay your rent. Uh, that's up there, now. There was a moratorium. I know yeah. that, right? Don't have to pay yes. your rent. But you know what? The people who own the buildings, who are the landlords, they still had to pay the banks. Right. If they if they owed the banks, the uh, the banks didn't care that you weren't able to collect. They just want their money, and they wanted their money. So. Which is a perfect picture of the way socialism actually works. So you're going to use somebody else's money to benefit somebody different. So you're going to benefit the renters Look. by using the money of those who own the rental property or the banks, however you want to conceive of that, and you're going to transfer that benefit. That's what they did. Yeah. But there's more voters among the renters than there are against the la uh, than landlords. Right. That's what the Democrats think. Yeah. And they're right. There are more people. There are more people who rent than people who own 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 the properties. Right. So you stick it to them. You stick it to the. You stick the bill with the guy who owns the building. Right. The capitalist. Yeah. And yeah. that, by the way, that is how socialists, uh, like they did in Venezuela, that's how you crush the middle class. You crush the middle class by taking their money. This is a perfect example of doing it. Now it was just a moratorium. They eventually had to pay right. that back. But if you if you institute a policy like you're saying, Tim, where you get the voters behind it and we are going to cancel your – you can't collect rent. That's how you crush the middle class. The middle class goes out of business. And then what you have is wealthy on the top and then mostly poor on the bottom, and then you're set for your revolution. You got haves and have nots. Yeah. That's the beauty of America over our history is the uh, the ability to have a strong middle class. You know what I'm saying? And the underclass can, get under the many class. circumstances, get to the middle class. And the middle class can get to the upper class. Right. If, if you know, they're smart and they work hard and they invest right and, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Go ahead, Steve, next well, story. I just, I'm reminded of Margaret Thatcher's saying, I had to look it up to see who it was and what the accurate is, but this, the trouble with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. Right. So, yeah. All right. Um, you know that uh, we've been expanding the list of letters in the alphabet that we have to use when we're referring to the homosexual community. It's LGBTQ plus QIA double. I mean, there's, right. there's a long, right. long list. Everyone's going to be in the list. Yeah, right. everybody's got to have their letter. And uh, but there is a move now to reduce that list. There is a move, and it's trending on Twitter. They want to call it the LGB movement. This is what it used to be. It used to be the LGB movement. Now, what's the the first letter missing is a T. That stands for transgender. And what's happening here is, and this is the hashtag that's trending on Twitter is LGB drop the T. Um, is that Gay activists are saying, 
you transgender people are going way too far for us. We're not in favor either. Either we're not in favor of indoctrinating kids in the in the drag queen court, uh, drag queen story hour, and and uh, all of this stuff that you're doing and puberty blockers and also that, all, men and women's sports men and women's sports bathrooms either they're not in favor of all that they oppose that or else they think it makes them look bad but i probably a lot of them think it's bad anyway uh, tr- trending on twitter is this lgbt drop the t um and i remember i remember back in the day back oh i'd say maybe 20 years ago when i was reporting at uh, focus on the family and there were stories about uh, it, it might have been a gay parade a, a pride parade is the the misnomer of what they're called right and and the the transgender people wanted to have floats and to, to show off their whatever they do there and the organizers said no 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 that that you're you, you can't be part of us we're not we're, you're too far um and you know it was it was now that I think about it it was transgender was a hidden dirty illness which actually still is an illness but it was considered not acceptable in in society until bruce jenner when bruce jenner decided he was a woman then all of a sudden it was cool and acceptable and and look where we are well i do, i do know that uh, during the late 90s early 2000s which are described as exactly is exactly what was happening the homosexual movement did not they didn't want to have their movement confused with and uh, by the transgender uh, ideology. And they also thought it made him look bad. That th- There was a lot of antagonism and hostility between the different groups. They did not want transgenders to be included. And now it sounds like, at least in this current Twitter t- trending, yeah. I almost said t- Twitter twending, Twitter twending. Uh, that uh, that that has not gone away. Here's one of the tweets with the hashtag LGBT dro- LGB drop the T. We didn't sign on for this. We don't want kids groomed. Not wanting men in our spaces or to have sex with certain genitalia does not make us transphobes. We promised it was not the slippery slope they feared. You took advantage of our goodwill. It has gone too far. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I, you know, part of the, the fact that uh, we've been watching the left, you know, basically a- attack itself. Mm-hmm. This is going to be another part of that as this transgender stuff goes so far uh, to the extremes of our that our culture can tolerate. You are going to see a fracturing, I think, of the LGBTQ movement. Yeah, and that's this may be the first shot. Yeah. Um, I ran across a great interview uh, the other day, yesterday, I guess it was, with Bill Barr. Um, he was on <clears throat> the uh, this podcast. Bill Barr or Bill Barr? Barr, B-A-R-R. Former the... Attorney General for President Trump. Exactly, yes, that guy. And he was on this uh, program called Uncommon Knowledge with Peter Robinson. It's a broadcast <laughs> from the Hoover Institution out of Stanford, ironically. Um, and he interviewed Bill Barr. Now, the whole hour and 20-minute interview was fant- just really fascinating to me. Um, Bill Barr is not the anti-Trump person that people want to make him out for. During this interview, he really was a fan of President Trump and his accomplishments, although he recognized the, the self-inflicted wounds, et cetera. 
But one of the things he said, this particular thing I want to play you guys is not necessarily about President Trump, but he's talking about our media and our institutions. We talk about, and in this kind of harkens back to what we were talking about with the transgender thing, the science is being ignored here, right? That the, you put kids under, on puberty blockers or, or medicines, it, it's bad science. It's bad, right. harmful, and they're ignoring that. Listen to Bill Barr. He's talking about journalism and uh, how bad it's getting and our other institutions. Cut 12. If our republic goes down, uh, I think one of the chief culprits will be the mainstream media. They have become a completely corrupted institution. They are essentially an extension of the progressive movement. There's no allegiance to truth. In fact, I think they basically don't accept that there is such a thing as truth. There's only narratives. The media is thoroughly corrupt, but all our institutions are going down the same road. The medical profession, the truth of science is subordinated to political objectives. Uh, the legal profession is becoming thoroughly corrupted. There you go. I mean, all of those institutions, I cut a lot of stuff for the explanations <laughs> out, but... I ideas matter. Yeah. And what's happening is this, the... the the founding ideas of this country, the things that are behind the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, those are being eroded because, by and large, our educational system is not adequately training, teaching and training the next generations on what our founding principles are. And so not only are those ideas being eroded, but they are being replaced with an alien ideology of cultural Marxism and radical progressive ideology. And uh, Bill Barr is exactly right. This is making huge inroads into our country. And our listeners and others are starting to learn this and are starting to fight back. And I think the radical left has got a fight on its hands now. But it's, it's hard to see it because, as Bill Barr pointed out, the news media is not covering it or at least not giving it the kind of coverage it deserves. Uh, the news media is almost all all uh, one sided, uh, except for American Family News. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't say. Yeah, well, actually, the, we are I, fairly I should, one sided, I, I should but say we're on the, the right uh, side. The, the the big corporate media, yeah. I guess I should say, uh, are almost all supportive of the secular progressive movement. Did y'all see? Uh, what's the name of the uh, CBS anchor, O'Donnell? Nora O'Donnell. Nora? Nora. Nora. Nora O'Donnell. She's the uh, anchor for CBS Evening News. One of the, yeah, right, yes. Well, she tweeted a couple of days ago that uh, – do, do you have that tweet? Does anybody have that tweet? I don't – I can – Because I want to – Where she denied that – or she was told. She said the, uh, the DOJ right, has me, yeah, told me, us. Yeah, let me set this up. President Trump said uh, the FBI stole my passports – as part of a, uh, all the boxes they took in there were my passports. Now, one of them was expired, I think. Right. You remember this tweet from right. President I Trump? I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. When President Trump tweeted that on Tuesday or Wednesday and whatever it was, then uh, Nora O'Donnell, the CBS Evening News anchor, took it on herself to tweet this. What did she say, Steve? New. According to a DOJ official, the FBI is, all caps, not in possession of former President Trump's passports. 
Trump had accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during his search of his Mar-a-Lago home. All right, within 24 hours, the FBI confirmed they were giving President Trump his passports back. Yeah. So has she subsequently apologized? I have not seen it, although I haven't been looking necessarily, but yeah. But here's my point. As if, as if we need uh, another point, right? Right. <laughs> to, to more evidence. More evidence. I mean, it's just. Uh, but th- this is why the mainstream media is called the lamestream media. This is why this is an, a more proof of Trump derangement syndrome that has infected the brains of these people, and it's also more proof that uh, that when it comes to, especially President Trump. They don't need a source, all right? They don't need any uh, real proof, uh, uh, which is the standard of journalism throughout, uh, you know, I, I went to journalism school. You need, you need two sources to support your story, okay? You need, to get, uh, you need to get quotes from the other side and so forth. Now, a tweet doesn't necessarily, that's not necessarily the news, okay? But when it's the CBS Evening News anchor, and she says Trump's a liar, that that the that they never took his passports, and within 24 hours it turns out, you guess what? Excuse me for saying it like this. Guess what, lady? Uh, what you put out was absolutely false. Talking about yeah. Nora O'Donnell. So that's why that's you just need one more example why people don't trust. The liberal news media? Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, there you go. This is there how you, far- you know what? And let me just let me just say another thing, Steve. Yes. I'd like while to I'm that. rolling out here. <laughs> is that I don't mind. I don't think I don't if you want to have your opinion show, and we do opinions here sometimes, uh, and you're and you're a far lefty, go for it. Do your Rachel Maydow, go for it. Uh, if you want to do, uh, I don't, you know, say whatever you say, whatever you want, but you, you do need to have some facts to back you up because eventually you will be, you'll lose your credibility with people. If you don't have, uh, if you don't have your facts, right. But it's a little looser standard with somebody who has an opinion show or is doing news observation or analysis on the fly. than it is somebody who's supposed to be nothing but the truth and that is nothing but facts because uh we because we're 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 Honor O'Donnell is considered a, a deliverer of the quote the truth yeah she you know this Steve that's your profession yeah. and she's not considered uh a Rachel Maydow or Sean Hannity so I just wonder if she's apologized here for because somebody at the DOJ whoever her source was told her a whopper if, they, they, if indeed they said that, yeah. Well, then um, she's telling a whopper. So this is how far the the, the journalism has slid and the trust in journalism has slid in the past, well, however long. You know who else was a CBS anchor of the news? Walter Cronkite. At and one, Dan, Dan, at rather, one time, Dan Rather followed him. At one time, Walter Cronkite, for several years, was the most trusted man in America. And now, L- literally. Literally in, in, in the polls. Polls. And now you can't uh, you can't get the trust for journalism out of the teens in the polls. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, next story. We got. By uh, the way, I, I don't see any I don't anything update, anything updating the story. It's all about the uproar and the trouble that uh, Nora O'Donnell could be in at uh, CBS because of what she did. Well, good. So, I, I hope she does get suspended because that's a. She 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 said President Trump. She said in her own personal tweet, Trump's lying. His passports were never taken. We I've got confirmation from the DOJ. Yeah. And guess what? She didn't. Or, or, her, or as I say, or whoever her source is at the DOJ is uh doesn't, yeah. doesn't know what they're talking. Let me just about. tack on just just this one thing because it proves the point you're making. If you're a real journalist and you get this one source. Because you don't have a dog in the fight, you just want to report the facts, you don't run with that story. That's what that's what newsrooms right, used right. to do all the time. We're not running with that story unless you can corroborate it. Okay, so because Nora O'Donnell does have a dog in the fight, that is, I want to make President Trump look as bad as possible, I am going to run with the story, and if I do get caught telling a, a lie, so what? This is CBS. There's no, there's no, con <laughs> there's no consequence. Right. To pay. Although there is reports that her her bosses and her at least her agency they're embarrassed. It makes by, them look bad. Yeah, because this was her own personal tweet. Right. Not tweeting from CBS. Anyway, Steve. All right. Hey, uh, if you live in New York or maybe Idaho, uh, you got to step outside at night on Thursday night because New York you and might. Idaho. New York, Idaho, some of the northern states, Minnesota. Okay, that's the common denominator. I just wondered where you. Northern Where you states. Were going with cowboys and, uh, and <laughs> yes. crooks. Seems on Thursday we're supposed to be hit from a, uh, a a blast of magnetized gas that has come from the sun. Sunspots I ha I have, have exploded. Yes. <laughs> Try to avoid that. Sorry. Uh, um, Gen gentlemen. Sunspots gentlemen. Um, have exploded on the sun, and they're, they're, we are getting the magnetism and the ejection. Just okay. the I, saw the whole this, world. I saw this story. We're not making this up. No, right. No. And this could be, and it'll only be a, like a one, one, one day event. But seriously, tomorrow, this, the sun is emitting these. It, it emitted it yeah. on Monday. It's taking okay. this long to get here. But, but it may interfere, may very well interfere with GPS. Yeah. Right. It could. So, and this, and this is bad. worldwide or is this, it, it will, it, we just talking about the U S no, everybody in the Northern Hemisphere or whatever okay. hemisphere. I mean, it's going to be whoever's facing the sun and we're the rotating. Time, that's what I'm asking. We're rotating. So it's going to be probably worldwide. At the time much. it yeah. hits. Yeah. Which is obviously caused by global climate change. Yeah, actually, it is just the U.S. In fact, it's just red states because Democrats <laughs> own the sun. Right. You right. know. <laughs> but now this is. Uh, that GPS being messed up. That's going that's gonna to be a real problem for a lot of Americans who hit that woman telling you which way to turn That's everywhere right. you go what if we got sent back to the, the to the error era oh. where you had to have a map you remember that or an atlas an atlas I still have or my atlas in case it all goes down folks you know what i was stop i stopped at a truck stop the other day can and you still I, get one you, some places you can still get road maps yes yeah, yeah i mean they're not everywhere yeah but i i asked the I said, Does, do people still buy these? Uh, the the person, uh, the, you know, the attendant said, yeah, people, every once in a while, you know, people still buy them. And where did you used to get maps? The gas station. China. Oh, no. I thought that's China. China. <laughs>
the gas station. You used to go to the day. De- I remember oh, yeah. pulling up to the gas station and did I, do you have a map of California? I'm trying to get there. Now, da, 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 how da, da. many raise your hand if you've ever been led astray by the lady talking to you? Oh. you and you get to your destination, they say destination on the right and it's a cornfield. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you wanna and then who do you argue with? A no, woman. It ain't. A no, woman. It ain't. Your destination's on the right. No, it ain't, lady. A woman leading you astray. There's a sermon in there somewhere. Okay, there's Ed, ladies and gentlemen. That's not me. We'll see you back here tomorrow.